Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What? more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by the game Best Fiends. Summer is here and everything is finally getting back to normal, which for me means tons of time relaxing outside, tons of swimming, and finally having all those summer barbecues with my family that we missed out on last year which means I'll be doing a lot of playing the only game I need on my phone while at the parks and pools soaking up the sun, Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a five-star rated mobile puzzle game filled with fun, engaging puzzles to keep your brain both entertained and challenged while you work to defeat some slugs, earn some meteor mites, and grow your character collection. With Best Fiends, the fun never ends. With over 5,000 levels, the most adorable characters, and fun little challenges that change up constantly, this perfect travel companion is a nice de-stressor that will make your brain feel like it's on its own summer vacation. I have been playing a ton this summer already, and after getting stuck for a bit on a level or two, finally surpassed level 500. It honestly has made all the driving around and long park days that much more entertaining, and I love them having fun while still making my brain work. So join me and millions of people who are already playing this fun puzzle game. Make the most of your summer downtime and spend some time with your favorite fiends. Download Best Fiends for free in the Apple App Store or Google Play today. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning. Cup of murder. Sometimes a good deed can have its consequences. On July 18, 1974, a man was born who would have a stranger take pity on him. 
a stranger who unfortunately placed him in the direct path of a young, innocent little girl. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On July 29th, 2000, Ariana De Jesus and her sister Ayana were riding bikes around their Philadelphia neighborhood, playing outside, and enjoying the summer weather while they waited for their mother to return from across the street with dinner. A few moments passed, and with dinner in hand, Moda De Jesus made her way back to the girls. When she did, five-year-old Ariana was nowhere to be found. Terrified, Moda enlisted the help of neighbors to help look for the young girl, with high hopes that she had simply wandered off and was lost somewhere in the neighborhood. Those hopes were dashed when, just five days later, the nude body of the five-year-old girl was found in an empty apartment building not far from where she went missing. She had been brutally raped and strangled to death with some sort of cord before her body was placed in a trash bag and left under rolls of carpet inside of a part of a building that, I'm sure, the killer thought would remain unnoticed for quite a bit of time. Near her body was a bloody shirt with a distinctive political logo. The neighbors were shocked and terrified that such a senseless and horrific crime could happen to such a young girl. And with everyone on high alert, a resident from the apartment named Jorge Contreras came forward saying that the shirt was his, but that he had given it to a homeless man who he had only known by the name of Carlos. Jorge had, earlier that summer, come upon Carlos and felt called to help the man in any way that he could. He gave him clothing, shelter, and work to do in Huntington Park, working three days a week in that very apartment in which Ariana's body was later found. In fact, Jorge went out of town the weekend of her disappearance, leaving Carlos with a set of keys to the apartment so he could have access to the building while he was gone. The neighborhood, when they found out that Jorge had brought this dangerous man into their safe space, went berserk. They blamed him for what happened to Ariana, and Jorge argued that he was simply trying to help out a man in need, all while the police worked to try and find the true identity of this mystery man. As they did, another little girl from the neighborhood told police that she saw Ariana walking hand-in-hand with a Hispanic man the night of her disappearance, and that she saw them go straight towards the building where her body was later found. The building Jorge gave him keys to access. With the help of her testimony and Jorge's description, a sketch was made of Carlos while DNA was extracted from the scene and ran through CODIS in hopes of finding a match. Nothing came up, and when police went patrolling the area in hopes of finding this transient, they came up empty-handed. Despite having so much information on him, Ariana DeJesus's case began to grow cold, but investigators pressed on in any way that they could. At some point in the investigation, his sketch was profiled on America's Most Wanted in hopes that a friend or family member might recognize him, but no calls came in identifying the unknown man. Then in 2006, a series of events happened that finally put Ariana's case back on track. A domino effect that all started when a man named Alexis Flores, born July 18, 1975, was arrested for shoplifting in Arizona in 2002. Two years after this chance arrest, noise complaints were called in and police went to Alexis's residence only to discover that he was using a false identity and had a house littered with pornography. He was arrested for possession of a forgery device, a felony in Arizona, and the friendly man was incarcerated for 60 days before being deported back to Honduras. 
Now, while this seemed like a completely unrelated crime, when Alexis was incarcerated, his DNA was taken and ran through CODIS in 2006. When it was, it came back as a positive match for the samples taken at Ariana's crime scene. 24-year-old Alexis Flores was Carlos, a cold-hearted child killer. Unfortunately, by the time the connection was made, Alexis was already back in Honduras, which would make finding, arresting, and charging him an extremely difficult task. On March 22, 2007, a local arrest warrant was obtained charging Alexis with murder and a number of other felonies. And on that same day, another warrant was obtained in a different district of Philadelphia that charged him with unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. Carlos became the 487th fugitive on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted Fugitives list on June 2, 2007. A reward of $100,000 was offered in exchange for information resulting in his arrest, and he was the subject of an Interpol red notice. Alexis Flores, who still remains at large to this day, is considered armed and extremely dangerous, fluent in both English and Spanish, and is believed to either still be in his native Honduras or fled back to the United States. He uses a number of aliases and a number of birth dates, changing his age to be between his late 30s and mid 40s. He is about five foot four, Hispanic, and has a distinctive scar on his forehead and cheek, as well as a surgical scar on his neck from an injury sustained during Hurricane Mitch in 1998. For 20 long years, the murder of Ariana de Jesus has haunted her family as well as the detective who worked her case, one of which refuses to retire until Alexis Flores is caught and brought to justice. In the aftermath of her murder, Ariana's former preschool teacher, C.J. Waddy, published a book based on her story called You Know Tito, Boy Hero Says No to Strangers, about a superhero who saves a girl before she can befall the same fate Ariana did at the hands of a stranger. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 19th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.